today's program mainly is to share what the Lord said that He wants you to fast. And what does that mean, really, when I say to you, God wants you to fast? All right. There is a very important aspect. Okay. That there are moments when we pray for specific things or for certain things and we want them to change or to happen and there is no change or there is no happening. I remember having fasting with a certain people and we were praying for a particular thing that it, we want this thing to happen. So everybody was just praying for, for this thing to happen, for this miracle to happen, for this breakthrough to happen. And we stayed for a week and there was no answer. And everybody was like, but we fasted, we prayed. What happened? Why is it not taking place? And I want to say this thing to you, if you're watching me now, if you, you really love God, listen to this message. It is not necessarily about, oh, I need a miracle to happen to me. Oh, I need a breakthrough to happen to me. It is about understanding what God really wants. I did mention some few days ago, I said, what you may desire for that miracle to happen could be complete opposite to what God wants to happen with your miracle. Have you noticed? Have you noticed? Abraham wanted a child so much. They wanted a child for their personal satisfaction. That as parents we have a child. But God didn't want that child for, 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 for the sake of Abraham. The Lord had a plan which he had. He said, through Isaac, I shall establish my covenant. Uh, you didn't hear me. So you may be looking for a breakthrough, but God may be saying, through your breakthrough, I will do this. So what could be your wish on what you're looking for? Could it be a complete different reason why God wants you to have that? Somebody wanted fame. Like, I want to breakthrough in music. I want to become so famous in music. And I spoke to this man and said, God says he wants to make you famous. He wants to make you great, but he wants to use your greatness to his glory. The person wanted the greatness for his own money, to sell, to sell CDs, to make money, but God had a different agenda. So why you may be looking for something to happen to you, why you may be looking for the healing to happen to you, and you may not be having the healing. It is because God may have a different reason why he wants you to be healed. Oh, am I speaking to you? I want to get married. Like, seriously, I want to get married now. I want to get married now. You may have different reasons, and the reasons you could have could be the fact that you want your mother to be happy because she has been saying, when are you getting married? When are you getting married? The reasons could be you want to fulfill your fantasy of wearing the wedding gown. The reason could be you are just lonely. 
Yet, God could be having a different reason of your marriage. God may be having a specific ministry for you. He may be having a different ideology. Hmm. Are you, are you understand what I'm saying? Now, so can you imagine somebody praying for money? I want to have money. I have bills. I have this. I have this. God says, you know what? Yeah. You really need this money I want to give you. But it's not for you. I want you to have this money for a mission. Now, if you do not understand why God wants you to have that miracle, you may not have the miracle. So fasting, fasting brings a particular discipline that through the fast you do, you do not just discover your solution. You also discover an attachment that the Lord has deposited over your testimony. I want to show you some few examples in the Bible of people who wanted a miracle to happen to them, but God had a different reason. All the testimonies you see in the Bible, all the miracles you see in the Bible, which you actually go like, God of Abraham, you are God of Hannah. You performed a miracle. You gave Hannah a child. Give me a child. And God is quiet because, listen, God didn't give Hannah a child for her. She wasn't Hannah's child. Much as she wanted a child, God said, until you say the child shall be mine. Until she mentioned in prayer that when I have a child, this child shall be yours. God said, now we are talking. Immediately she became pregnant. Do you know how many things are on hold right now for you? Until you say, my business shall be yours. Until you say, my wedding, my marriage, my, my finances shall be yours. Oh, I'm talking to someone right here. So Hannah never had a child. Until he said, when you give me the child. And guess who the child was? He was a prophet of God. Samuel. Now, look at all the miracles. Look at Zechariah. He was 95 years of age. He wanted a child so badly and he never had a child. Until... One day he was in the temple. God came. He said, you shall have a child. He's like, ah, ah, how? God said, you see now, you are looking for a child for your age. It is not about you having a child for your glory. This child shall be a prophet. Hey! He, this child shall have a mission. It is heaven that has got all what heaven wants with this child. It is not you. So all the miracles you see in the Bible, they were not meant for the people who were receiving them. God had a specific task. Oh, yes. What about Mary? There are two Marys, even three Marys in the Bible. But there is another Mary from Magadala. The Bible says she ministered to Jesus with her substance, with her finances. But the Bible says the one who Jesus had delivered from seven demons. So look now, it was not just hard to say, I am delivered from seven demons. Hallelujah. I'm delivered. No. God had a reason and a mission for her deliverance. 
Why are you looking for deliverance today? Look at a man who had a region spirit. The Bible says when Jesus commanded the, a legion to come out, the Bible says the man went all over different countries preaching, preaching the gospel. It was not just, oh, I was free from a legion. A legion came out of me. No, heaven had a mission. Heaven had a mission with his deliverance. So if you want something to happen to you, you want a healing, you want deliverance, you want a breakthrough, why do you need it? I understand you and their need. The, 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 the landlord is on you. I understand you want to finish your school, but trust you me, God has all he has with your school. God has all he has with what you're doing until you understand. Oh, praise be to God. Come on, somebody. I'm speaking to you, and I hope you're getting this message because this message is coming to somebody right now. I know you do not understand why you're not getting a new job. You've been applying for different jobs because God has something to do with your job. When you get that job, when you get that promotion, God has a mission. He want to send you into that job for a purpose. He want to locate you. He want to put you in that level for a re until you understand why God is sending you over there. Oh, I'm speaking to you right this very minute. Somebody say yes. So understand it. Understand it. Understand it. We know how God put David to become a king. It was not for the glory of David. Anything that God was involved, there was a mission attached. It was not for David's glory. I'm now a king. I have got money. I have got blessings. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. No. God had a mission. And what was the mission? What was the mission? God said, I will put you on the throne so that I can establish my kingdom through you. Look at Samson. He had so much power. He did mighty works. Great things. It was not for his glory. And he didn't realize that. He thought it was for people to see that he was powerful. And God said, you crazy. I gave you this power to finish these people. And you're not doing it. And because of that, you shall die with them. Samson died a death of a fool. He died together with enemies when he pushed the walls. And the walls collapsed and killed the enemies and killed himself. He died by his own anointing. Nobody killed him. His own anointing killed him. Nobody. If you're not careful, your own anointing will kill you. Your own anointing can make you poor. Your own anointing. So you must realize and understand. This, I must put emphasis tonight. The reason why God wants to do a miracle, God wants to do something in your life, it is because it is not, it is not for you. God wanna, he wants to be glorified through what he's about to do to you. I see God being glorified in your life tonight. I decree in the name of Jesus what will begin to happen in your life. The name of the Lord shall be exalted and be glorified. If your amen is loud and clear, I declare this in your life in the name of Jesus.
So this is it. So when you see people fasting, okay, it is because they have realized that they are, what they're looking for is attached with God. So in fasting, we do not just say, Father, I'm fasting because I need my marriage. I need my marriage. I need my healing. I, you are wrong. You're wrong. In fasting, we are trying to involve God to our mission. There is a reason why God wants to do that business. I can assure you right this very. If you do not understand, I want you to know. Look in the Bible. The Bible says to Moses. He said, Moses, I know you're worried. How you're going to build this ark? For you have no skills of architecture. He said, I have anointed the following people with the skills of architect. Can you imagine? He said, these people, they are good in anything. Can you imagine these people? They didn't even realize. All they thought was that they are doing well in their business of architecture. They've got skill. They've got a good company. Their company has got a reputation. They deliver. They did not realize that God had a hand in that. So that one day they could be used to design the temple or the ark of the covenant. So God said, look at these people. I gave them skill. And who are these people? They were just people. They were not men of God. They were just businessmen who were also traveling together from Egypt to Canaan. And God said he was responsible for their talent. So we have people right now who don't even realize. They're like, I, I, I want to be in real estate. In real estate, years are passing. They are not in real estate. Because they do not realize that God sent them into that mission. There is something. God has everything to do with that business. God has everything to do with the deliverance of your children. God has everything to do with the baby you're looking for. Until you say, God, this is yours. It will be very difficult for you to see miracles and results. Now, let me just show you a very important aspect in the Bible, okay? Now, let's do this. All right. Let's check in Joel 1 verse 14, NIV. Joel 1 verse 14, NIV. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, Declare a holy fast. Declare a holy fast. Call a sacred assembly. Summon the elders and all who live in the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Are you there? Did do you just hear the scripture? It says, a holy fast, sacred. It says, and cry out to the Lord. God wants you to do it. This is God speaking through a prophet. He says, call them. Let them, let them have a holy fast. And cry out to the Lord. Okay? Let me give you another scripture before we go somewhere else. 
in Joel 2 verse 12, NASB version, NASB version, the Bible says, even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with your fasting, weeping, and mourning. It is God says, you can even check King James Version of that scripture. God says, return unto me with all your heart. Therefore also now, says the Lord, turn even to me with all your heart and with the fasting. I know somebody who's watching me now, you may not understand what I'm sharing with you, but God says he wants you to return to him in fasting. I don't know when, but hear me, if you understand the basic reasons why you must fast, this time around, you're going to get it right. It is return unto the Lord with your heart and with fasting. So this is not, this is not just a hearsay. God wants you to fast. In Ezra 8 verse 23, message. Ezra 8, verse 23, the Bible says what? So he fasted and prayed about these concerns, and he listened. My biggest question is this, what are these concerns? Now, their concerns were the following. How are we going to travel knowing that where we are going, there are so many enemies ahead of us? How will we pass through the enemy's camp? They had a concern, but they did not end with that concern in their heart. They fasted for their concern. You may have a concern right now about your marriage. You may have a concern about your family. Do not have those concerns as a nightmare. Do not have those concerns as a depression mechanism. Fast about your concerns. And God listened. And he shall listen to your concerns. Come on, somebody say, I hear you, prophet. Now, let me just show you another, another aspect here that very quickly. In Isaiah 58, verse 6, let's see. All right? So, God is in a great desire for you to fast. So, the Lord has chosen how you must fast. He says, is this not the fast that I have chosen? To lose the bones of the wickedness. So God has chosen that when you do fast, you must lose the bones, the chains of affliction. God says when you fast, listen to this, you must lose the bones of wickedness to undo the heavy burdens. To let the oppressed go free. And that you break every yoke. God has chosen that when you are making fasting. In your fasting, every yoke must be broken. Every chain must be broken. Every force of the enemy must be set free. Are you understand what I'm talking about? He says, this is the fast I have chosen. My biggest question is when you fast, are chains breaking? Are yokes falling? You are not hearing what I'm saying. Are you understanding what I'm saying tonight? Yes. 
Come on. Are you here? Are you there? I want you to make a fast that you must see your family being free from yokes. That you must see your business being released from yokes. That must see your calling, your ministry. That must see your finances being released from chains. Somebody say, I receive it. Something that I want to share with you that is important. You see, God wants you to fast. Now, this is, this is, there is nothing about it. He wants you to fast. But in your fasting, he is expecting you to break chains, to be released from the bones, anything that is there. Are you following? No wonder when Jesus finished fasting, immediately he finished the fasting, what did he say? The spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to what? To preach the gospel. To set free those who are oppressed. May every oppression happening around you be broken in your fasting. Well, as you do fast, I, I want to I just share this message to all of you here. That really, we are delaying ourselves certain levels in the spirit. God is calling for you to fast. I don't know when, but God is calling for you to fast. Okay? God is calling for you to fast. Now, watch this. Watch this. This is important. I know we have people who think things just come like, boom, falling. I have a miracle. I have a testimony. Oh, it doesn't happen that way. 